From Invisible Studios, this is Facade Podcast, whimsical cultural analysis presented in relevant, understandable ways that critique and celebrate hip-hop while discussing our place in it. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Keith Hoskins. In our final show of the year, we begin our 13th episode with Ether, where we discuss how hip-hop held it down in 2020, dive into three random topics, our full disclosure, either or, neither nor, what we not gonna do, time back. New, new music, and in with the detangle about generational consequences. Uh, Don't forget to download this episode, subscribe, yeah. listen, share. Uh, Let's always, go. Always mean what you say. Oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this. Let's go hard. Real nigga till I leave. Elevated, do this rapping shit with ease. I got a brick on my sleeve. Woo! You dissing me, please. Comparing me to different MCs. Don't do that. Stop it. Please. I really am the shit, so I won't pop it. Uh-huh. Before Twitter was a trending topic. Woo! I was on the block with 30 mm. shots and Glocks. Had the spot hopping. Dummy. But they acting like they don't remember that. Right? Been a leader with that heater. I got right up into that. You can't never take a killing back. Uh-uh. Whole heart was in the streets. I had to leave and get my fucking feelings back. Right? Same spot they shot my brother. Next day I'm chilling at. Mm. I ain't lying. They was winning till we started spinning backs. But anyway, said enough of that. Let's talk about this paper. Let's do. Let's talk about them jets. Right? Yeah, let's talk about Jamaica. Right? It's about me. I ain't never been a fraud. No. I went hard from the start. In my city, I'm a god, motherfucker. Oh man. Her bow. <laughs> Woo! How y'all doing? Facade Podcast fam, what up? This is the final episode, episode 13. Yeah, Facade Podcast. We've been on a slight hiatus, man. It's COVID out here. Woo! Got a brother uh, hesitant to even get in the studio. So, you know, this is, I had to do, it, to do this one for the streets, for sure. Got a lot to discuss. Yeah, as it relates to hip hop. So, 2020, as y'all know, man, was an awkward ass year for everybody. Right, but I but I kept track of songs that I thought was hot and how hip hop contributed to the culture. So this is my song of the year right here, because specifically it was it was emotional, you know, and it's rare that MCs get emotional, right? And so emotionally scarred. Hey, <laughs> when I heard this joint, I was like, that's my podcast. I'm emotionally scarred, super broken, but we building. Yeah, we ain't gonna always be what we once was. Let's get it. A love letter came through the mail. It said, I miss you. I ripped it up and flushed with the tissue. Try to forget you. I ain't got nothing against you. We human. We all got issues. I'm just tired of being tired of being tired. That part of me didn't die. Woo. I see it, then I don't act like I'm blind. Mm. I'm covered, then it won't be one of mine. Right. No emotions come in line, so I tell the truth all the time. Ain't got no sympathy for no bitch. No. I admit that I'm rich and I'm lit. <laughs> Jumping up on stages, I get 200 occasions. Mm. But I really for the game. Or we make niggas shut they trap down. Woo. They see how I made it. Of course. Right? Uh-huh. What'd you do it in? A DR. For show. Song of the year. My turn 2020. Little Baby was not my album of the year, but it was hot. Right? So his progression has been too hard 2017. Uh, harder than ever 2018. Uh, drip harder 2018. Uh, street gossip 2018. 
right? Still sat in sexy juries out on that. That was EP. Not that I don't count it, but it's still music, right? So he made music. And so, yeah, that to me, that's my that's my song of the year, right? It allowed me to reflect. Uh, it moved me. It was, like, it was like mood music, right? So it, it moved me to uh, reflect on who I am as a person, how COVID has passed. Like, I got to my emotional bag. No, I mean, I, I'm always in it anyway. But my hip-hop emotional bag, yeah, I jumped into it. And so it looks a little, it looked a little different for me. Just, just for me, right? And so, yeah, so my next thing is, hottest song of the year? So to me, song of the year is my joint. Hottest song of the year is a joint that radio played the most, right? And so, well, I mean, in the streets, man, I thought this was a hot song. It was a different look. I loved it because Roddy Rich was on it. Yeah. I love Roddy Rich. That's that's my guy. But hey, this is a this is a great collab. Not my favorite collab of the year, which I'm gonna get to next. But it was a hot song for the streets, right? And so I buy music. I don't I don't stream. I pay to download. So I paid to get this song. And I was like, yo, I need to put it on the pod because it was definitely the hottest song of the year, right? Hottest single of the year. Right? So yeah, let's go. How you pull up, baby? How you pull up? Slow. How you pull up? I pull up. Oh, Seven man. Let's go. Mm. Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never met a real nigga rock star. Uh, uh. This ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My clock told me to promise you gon' squeeze me. Do. It's safe to say I earned it, ain't a nigga gave me nothing. Gave me nothing. I'm ready to hop out on a nigga, get the bus. Mm. So you heard me say you play, you lay, don't make me push the butt. Full of pain. Dropped enough tears to fill up a Switch it up. Fuck. Going for buggers, I bought a chopper. I got a big drum and hold a hundred. Going for nothing, I'm ready to air it out on all these niggas. I can say I'm running. She talked to my mom, she hit me on FaceTime just to check up on me and my brother. I'm really the baby, she know that the youngest son was always guaranteed to get the money. Okay, right. let's go. She know that the baby boy was always guaranteed to get the, the money. She know what I do, she know if I run from a nigga, I'ma pull it out. Shoot. I'm always waking up a cold sweats like I got the flu. My daughter a G. She saw me kill a nigga from the hook before the age of two. And I'd kill another nigga too. If I let another nigga do something that, to you. That, that end right there? <laughs> you know that don't let nobody that end was nuts, man. Yeah. So, and I get it. Yeah, we all know, you know, the baby's past. He's pretty good with the trigger. Yeah, he's he's about that life. <laughs> so, yeah, but that, that, man, that last line was nuts to his daughter. So, anyway, as I get into, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, sir. I had to make a last-minute change. Just a quick last-minute change. And so, for sure, Cardi B, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion, wah, wisdom, wah, wah, wah. So, let me, let me tell you something. This is my favorite duo. Favorite duo song. Two people emceeing on it. Loved it. Loved the visuals, ladies. Thank you for those. Appreciated it. The one thing I love about Cardi is uh, she is visual with her lyrics. <laughs> That's for sure. Right, and so yeah, this is my joint. Why, 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 why? Yeah, you're not gonna hear me saying none of these lyrics, though. <laughs> right? How many? Oh. She just bold with it. Some in this, there's some in this, there's some. Uh. 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 Oh, fuck it. 
got pussy in a mouth. Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I wanna ride. I do a giggle. What is inside? Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Sign me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. So, I love the lyrics of Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, but I can't, yeah, I don't, no Mack trucks. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, that's, yeah, I need help with the lyrics. Yeah, the dope lyrics, they're, they're just not for me. I like German chocolate ice cream, right? I don't like uh, caramel creamy memory sephiris. I don't like that. That's not hot. But I had a tie here. So, my second one is... Yeah, BB King freestyle. Drake and Wayne. I love Wayne's verse though. Yeah. Mm hmm. Everyone got their glass out. Let's drink to Weezy. Every nigga that stemmed me down just came to see me. Chopping up a little cash cow. That steak I'm eating. Check the prizes. High rises with extra classes. The sex platonic. I talk intelligent. Sexy bonics. The electronic guitars whining. That's just Nirvana. Tommy gun on the counter. I call it Mr. Thomas. Daddy keep niggas honest. I'm dozing off in the driver's seat because the seat get massages. That's some more point money. These numbers too steep for commas. I'm out of eye with niggas. I can't help but to see beyond them. Got a two-seater problem. Niggas thinking they cold. I knock the flu season out them. Bitches forget they hoes and that's when Tunchi remind them. I used to fuck Gucci models. I'm fucking Gucci designers. I keep it 2G regardless. I'm getting too deep for divers. Let me resurface. I'm flexing on purpose. She especially curvy. Bet she be serving every purpose. Perfect. So, Wayne said, the sex is platonic. I talk intelligent. Text Ebonic. <laughs> Man, that's, that's my mantra. Oh, I love that. Sorry, we got red on the mic on that. I love that. Wayne, the wordplay of Wayne is nuts. If Wayne ain't in your top four, your, your Mount Kilimanjaro, you slipping. Yeah, I don't, I don't have one East Coast MC in my top four. But we can discuss that later. Speaking of Buffalo, New York. I wasn't a Griselda fan, right, until I had to air West Side Gun out on Twitter. Then I started listening to Benny. Benny got the best album of the year, right? And this is my favorite song. Off of it? Yo. Because it hella slaps. Yeah. Ain't <laughs> been straight. For sure. For, for sure. Burden of proof. All right. Griselda. Benny the Butcher. Ah. Produced by Hit Boy. Butcher. Let's go. Yeah. Woo! Gave my life to the game, had my mama concerned. Uh -huh. And made a call when she saw when I got a return. She did. Broke my flow down, they still can't describe it in words. Nope. And all the work they say they put in, I gotta confirm. Put my hood in diamonds so you know how my block did it. Gun come with a car fact. You, you know, know who I shot with, with it. Shot with, with us. You know me and my niggas. Cribs not furnished to the garage, get a drop in it. Uh, and now uh. I want nothing for free. They ain't know me then. Bet they know me now. Best player getting drafted in, in the, the second round. round. I learned rules from the streets and wrote the lessons down. I know 155,000 weigh like seven pounds. Wow. Said I'm going to be a legend soon. Shit, I'm, I'm a legend, legend now. now. Talk That's your shit, shit, Benny. Said I'm going to be a legend soon. I'm, I'm a, a legend, legend now. now. 
break that yeah. beat. 50,000 in the draw at the W with some bitches. And every time I score, it's, it's a, a W, w for, for the villains. I'm somewhere in the hood, elbow rubbing with all the dealers. Right? Because of you, we ain't been as comfortable in a minute. <laughs> I beat a lot of charges. This money, you got a part in. I'm a boss, so my hoes too bougie for Olive Garden. That's it. Huh. Rap circles round niggas, that's my department. Huh? Put a block in the trunk soon as I got tired of talking. Money don't make you solid. It just make you ten times more of the person you are before you got it. Wait, wait, wait. Benny said, money don't make you solid. It just make you 10 times more of the person you was before you got it. And that, and that's it. That's, that's how you know somebody's piss poor morally, right? Because either you worse because you got money, so you think you can step on folks, or you better because you got money, so you're philanthropic, right? You want, you want the people that you identify with the most to eat. So you put people on, you invest, you, you help people out. So I love, oh, man, I love that. Oh, I love that. But yeah, that's, that's my, that's my, I didn't want to make it a, you know, a whole year in music. Cause I don't care about music, music. I care about hip hop. So that's it. Song of the year. Emotion Scarred Little Baby. Hottest single. Rockstar Dub Baby. Best duo joint. Wop with Megan and Cardi and Drake and Lil Wayne. B.B. King Freestyle. Burden of Proof. Album of the year, right? For me, that's just me, right? I clarify for me. So yeah, hip hop, man. Whoo, man! I, I was gonna do my in memoriam now. I wait. I wait till the end. We lost some giants this year in hip hop, and so you know, I want to make sure I give them the props at the end, right? I don't want to uh, jump into it now, but I'm grateful to be here, 100%. Grateful. All of you that lost people in this COVID era, 2020 is going to be something that we never forget, right? So I hope music, music that you listen to, help you heal just a little, if only for a little bit, right? And so, yeah. Three random topics. <laughs> Topic is flued out. Yeah, I need to get some understanding around this, the nature of flued out. And what are the expectations, right? So, so I was in Clubhouse having a conversation in one of the rooms with some ladies and some guys about the topic of flued out, right? And this is what I discerned from having that conversation. If you're a woman that get flued out, you got expectations, right? So the guy going to fly you out, you ain't going to pay for it. The guy going to put you up in the hotel or you're going to stay with him. Uh, the guy's going to take you to dinner, right? So you go, he's going to take you to get a bag, whether that's Louis, Gucci, Fendi Prada, wherever level you on, right? Uh, Michael Kors, wherever level you on. Uh, then he's going to give you the bag when you leave. $2,000, $5,000, cash happy to you. Thank you for coming out kicking it with me. But with the guy, yeah, they got different expectations. Dudes are nasty, <laughs> by the way. But the guy got physical expectations, not emotional ones. So when the guy flews you out, he not getting nothing other than whatever y'all agreed upon. Right, and so that's interesting to me, cause the ladies was like, "I don't fly broke boys out. If you're a man and you can't fly to my city, you a broke boy." <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" But if he can fly you out, he's not a broke boy. So I don't understand that. Yeah. So yeah, flew out is it's a complex conversation, right? Cause maybe a couple want to fly out somebody. What? How do how do the rules change on that? That might look might look a little different. Might sound a little different. Who's doing what? When you're going out? What place you're going to eat? How does that time look together, right? 
And so, yeah, this flewed out. This, this new generation, boy. Mm, one thing I love about the women, though, is they're going to tell you exactly what it is. Some women in the room was like, you got to pay for my time. I don't got time. I could be making money while I'm wasting my time hearing you. <laughs> I was like, man. But the guys in every instance, well, majority of instances, the guys was like, yeah, um, I got money for your time. But you could always tell the guy that was there for love, there was a couple guys in there for love, they weren't getting no attention. <laughs> he he wanted to come fly you out, read a book to you, get you a massage. Yeah, they, they wasn't. Yeah, they wasn't trying to hear that, so it looked a little different. <laughs> so flewed out. I still don't understand it. Stimulus checks. So stimulus check, as usual, federal government can't pass nothing, right? <laughs> they, they ain't figured it out. It's partisan government. We got a new president-elect. Shout to Kamala Harris who's going to be end up being president. That's my prediction for 2023. She'll be president. Y'all don't think Biden going to make it through that time. She'll be president. But stimulus checks, 600 versus 2,000, right? So <laughs> I saw a tweet by this one sister, and she was like, yo, here's the difference between 2,000 and 600. So $2,000, she said, if I $2,000, I can make my car payment. I can pay my rent. I can take my parents out to dinner, right, and treat myself to a spa <laughs> for two racks. I'm like, okay, she didn't say none of that, but maybe she did. She just didn't mention that she's going to save some of that. And then she said, uh, $600, I'm just getting Botox. <laughs> uh, so that just, that made me think like $2,000 can save somebody's life, right? It, it can keep you in a place where you can stay and live. It can get you, keep your refrigerator full, Right. So you don't have to reach out to nobody at least for 30 days for the one month or depending on how much money you pay for where you stay. Could, could last 2000 could last you two days, two months, or three months, depending on. But $600? $600? Come on, y'all. I saw, I saw a, a chart that showed the top 10 Republicans in the House and the Senate. And together they made like $3.6 billion in salary. And I was like, yeah, they getting, they getting whopped. Yeah, not, well, they're getting goo-wop. Well, not goo-wop, yeah, because that's, you know, Gucci Mane. But, yeah, they're getting it. They're getting the money. And so I'm like, if they get into the bag, where are they, why are they worried or holding up on the people getting to the bag? Do everything separate. COVID relief bill, separate. Defund the military, separate. None of that stuff should be rolled into each other. And so it's just, yeah, it's sad that, you know, that regular old people, they out here waiting on the check to get from the government, that can mean the beginning or the ending of their happiness in 2021. Yeah. Third topic. Shoot shots day. <laughs> so here's one thing I need to, I, I need full total disclosure. So last week, this is the double back. Last week, I spent 21 hours in Clubhouse. Now keep in mind, I'm being productive, so I'm editing my book. Yeah, my black is exhausted forever in pursuit of a racist-free world where hashtags don't exist. So I'm editing that, but I got Clubhouse on in the background. You know, the ambient noise, because to, total silence, I, I'd be distracted, wouldn't get nothing done. And so I'm listening to another room. Yeah, so Clubhouse, for those Android users that's listening to Facade Podcast right now, you can't get Clubhouse because they just made it for iPhone users, right? You, you got to be able to get it. It's, it's full of uh, networking opportunities. They got... Uh, 
I, they do all kind of things in that in that space. They got a moan room, two thousand dollars. They pay for the moan room, <laughs> where men and women moan, moan, and they and they vote and they, <coughs> they vote and shoot two thousand dollars cash app to the person right at the end of the contest. Craziest thing ever. But anyway, shoot the shot day. I think there needs to be a day where that's the day. It's dedicated to shooting the shot. Well, there's no repercussion for that, right? And so, hey, if you're a woman and you've been waiting for this guy to say something to him and you just couldn't because you thought you would lose your job or lose your, you know, whatever, people perceive you as thirsty, whatever, this is the day for that. No repercussions, right? If you're a guy and you like another guy and you would have been wanting to holler and you just was afraid to step up and say something because whatever, you didn't want to be judged, yeah, I think that's the day. They need to make it a day, a legal holiday. <laughs> Where you get off for shoot your shot day, right? It, it'll stimulate the economy because if I'm off, if I shot my shot, then we're probably going to breakfast, lunch, or dinner, right? So I'm, I'm going to spend some money. Uh, we might be going shopping, right? Shoot your shot day could be to bounce up off of uh, flued out. After getting flued out, I, I don't know. That, that could, cause, plus, you got your stimulus check, so you got money to shoot your shot day, and get your date on. Now, I just think that'd be different. It'd be different than uh, the speed dating. You know, I heard people say speed dating is ass because you're just in a room with random people that you don't even know. But shoot your shot day? Man. <laughs> For those of you who are single and can shoot your shot, shoot your shot on that day. I think that would be cool. Plus... Again, I don't want to shame anybody. There's couples out there that may want to shoot their collective shot at a guy or a girl, right? Because they want to hang out, just the three of them, and do their thing, see the world, explore, right? And so, yeah, I just think it need to be, yeah. You'd be amazed what people are talking about in the world. I think that, you know, when you got spaces where people can speak and I don't know you, the real comes out. Because you ain't got to worry about the egos or that, you know, expectation. Oh, they, oh, so I think Clubhouse made a fatal flaw. <laughs> I saw a rule that said, my students are on Clubhouse. What now? <laughs> so if, you, if you're a teacher, yeah, that's going to be problematic. Like, I'm grown. So my students is grown. They ain't grad school. They 34. I got students that's older than me that's 57. So, yeah, I'm, I'm talking my shit on my, on my podcast or on my clubhouse. Like, that's who I am. That's me. And so, yeah, if you, I'm off the clock when I'm on the clubhouse. So if you heard me say something, I meant it. When I said it, I don't backpedal. I mean what I say every single time. And so, yeah, oh, I just think it would be great if you just had a, a space for people to be honest with each other. So, anyway, that's the end of my three random topics. Now we get ready to get into full Disclosure. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. This is the part of the podcast where it's raw and uncut. Please cover your ears because we's about to get all the way ignorant. <laughs> In this section, full disclosure. But literally, I'm not a tough guy. I knew I'm staying my ass inside, and the fucking FBI is on speed dial, bro. <laughs> not a fucking tough guy. <laughs> you people say things about snitching. I'm fucking snitching, bro. What are you talking about? Right? Yo, every 
everybody plays their part. This is a movie. Everybody you guys, everybody plays their part. No, you're They're tough guys. Don't you're snitch. No, you're I'm snitching. Don't do nothing around me. I'm not built for the channel. I'm not snitching. What do you mean? No. Hey, you can't get mad at me. I gotta do my. I, hey, I have a purpose. I have to be me. I have to do my job. And I have to play my part in this movie. Mm-hmm. And my part is. I told you not to do that shit. <laughs> I told you I wasn't built for this. I'm really sorry, but this is your deal. Your Honor, jury, are you guys listening? Oh, shit. I asked him not to do this, and if he was going to do it or she was going to do it, don't fucking tell me. Well, you're a civilian. You can get away with that. One million percent. I don't think yeah, any man, I'm street not guy for it, world bro. Like, everybody's, not, everybody's not fucking tough, yeah. man. You're going to go do 25 years in a condition you know you are not built for yeah. because you want to look tough. I am not fucking tough. You know what I, you know I want to look like? Yeah. Fucking free and happy right. and yeah, like, yeah, yes, living yes. my life. Right. Yes, yes. You get away with that totally. No street person in the world would be offended by saying that because you never claimed a tough guy. That's the problem. I love that. I love that. Let me stand up. Standing ovation for Skateboard P. I love that. Like Nori said, that's the problem. Right? When the tough guy claims to be the tough guy, has to go sit down because he's involved in felonious activities. (laughs) Yeah, they sit down, right? You know what it was? Bobby Smarter, Exhibit X, right? Smarter. Not only does he take more time so his boy get less time, he don't snitch. He sits down. Stand-up guy. Street guy, MC, stand-up guy, right? Pharrell, like myself, is a civilian. So it look a little different, even though for me, snitching is five of us committed crime, one of us get caught, that one tells on the other four, that's snitching. Somebody selling crack to your grandma in your neighborhood, you tell the authorities, not snitching. Yeah, so you got you got to see the nuance and the difference, right? Got to see the nuance. We don't want nothing in the community that's destroying black people, right? So if you're in the community destroying, destroying black people and people know about it, they need to tell on you. Yeah, we need to get you up out of there. That's anti-black. I'm, I'm against anything that's anti-black, right? But, again, group thing, you get caught, you tell. Whew. Yeah, that's snitching. Everybody in your squad need a bomb on you. They need to rat pack you. <laughs> that's it. And he stomp you out like a fire. Yeah. Oh, but that's a Pharrell on Drink Champs. Yeah, revolt with Nori. Here's the second clip. Let's get it. <laughs> Holy moly, nobody can fuck with your catalog, bro. No, nobody no, can no. fuck with your catalog. Fuck no, that. I'm gonna no. be your nigga speaker yo. today. Tim, so, I'm gonna be your day speaker because I don't want to say nigga no more. I don't want to say that. Listen, but, Timbo listen. the King, bro. Timbo the King. Timbo so, the King. All right. All right. So, would you, how about Kanye? You and Kanye in person. That's your little man. Kanye's, Kanye's well, amazing. Pharrell, there is no Kanye. Let's be clear. Kanye's amazing, bro. You wouldn't have that. No, I don't. Listen, I know my job, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not a boxer. I'm a trainer, and, and, and at the end of the day, like, you know, because I was, I'm lucky to be able to throw a couple shots and get a couple, couple belts. I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. But this is not my fight. Like, it's, it's just not my thing. How come you can say that? I can't say that. They won't let me. They trying to make me battle everybody. 
<laughs> but how can you say that? And you're like, I don't know. I just, I just, I know my place. I get another, another round of applause for Pharrell. Another round of applause. Another round of applause. Hold on now. So, it's, it's a lot of things I love about this. So I was, I was doing the numbers. I was doing some running. So, so let me, let me shout out uh, Timbo and Swiss Beats. Right. So creating verses. Like, Versus got the black culture. It got the community through COVID, right? So, well, D-Nice. So, shout out to D-Nice. D-Nice got me through COVID emotionally. He, he DJ. D-Nice was, man, I, D-Nice was on Instagram at 2 in the morning. He was on Instagram at, at 8 in the morning for breakfast. He's on Instagram at 1 during the day. So, yo, shout out to D-Nice. Got to show him love. He got me through 2020. But drink, what, uh, Versus? mm yeah, so they, they didn't do the Timberland Swiss Beats verses right, but I get it. They was they was co-creators, so it wasn't gonna be it was gonna be different anyway. They went through the phase of hey, we just doing IG through Instagram versus right, and so once they did that, then they brought it to I think the Erica Badu, Jill Scott, man, that's my favorite. That's in my top three. Yeah, that's in my top three verses, and so I love I love that they they gave us the platform where we can be like yo. That was that was the come together one that got us into the okay, they go they finally got the Apple as a sponsor, and then they got serious. So now they're bringing people together. Right? So uh Gucci and Jeezy was my number two. And my number one versus might have been uh Man. Was it Patty? Was it the Was it Patty? <laughs> was it the was it the aunties? I don't know. It might the aunties, man. They got it in. Uh, Snoop and DMX was that was a good one. DMX energy was hella low, but Snoop and DMX. Oh man, it, it might have been Gladys Knight and, and Patty LaBelle because it was they was hella funny and they had some stories that I want to hear. Yeah, some they was talking about some. Mm-hmm. They was young once. Monica and Brandy was hot. Oh man, I still want to see Janet and Mariah. Yeah, I want to see Janet get destroyed by Mariah, and and then the the winner go against Mary J. Blige. But that's just me. That's just me. Anyway, so yeah, I want to say for what I love about Pharrell, it's like he said, I know my place, man. And so it's so many people that just don't know their place, right? And so part of the reason why, for if you're just now hearing for side podcast for the very very first time. Right, so for me, Facade Podcast was created because I need to deal with my demons, my inner demons. Right, I was going, I was going to counseling, you know, and so I was getting talked to my counselor who uh, <laughs> who who won't let me. So let me let me say something. I was doing uh, online counseling before Zoom, just to let y'all know. I was paying that money to get them concerts. Consults. I was getting them. I don't feel bad. Y'all catching up to me, and I'm looking at y'all like y'all crazy because I was getting shamed for doing it, right? And so I, I got a great, yeah, a great psychologist. Sorry, not counselor. A great psychologist to help me, you know, get through some things, get through some things. And so, yeah, it was it was this this whole you know section of full disclosure was her saying, hey, which hip hop songs engendered this feeling of your anger that you have. Or your happiness, your joy that you share, or your fear that you're experiencing, or your sadness, you know, that, that, you're, that you're trying to traverse through, right? And so I was like, man, I had to, 
the full disclosure. That's why I put it in this section because all the things that he said resonated so the out. The interview was three hours and fifteen minutes. So there's a lot of things that he said. I was like, damn, go on, skateboard P. Talk your shit. He he touched my soul on that. But this right here, man, he knows who he is as a person first, right? So in order to know who you are first, then it makes sense that you know your place. So not only does he know his place in hip-hop, but he knows what he does, right? And this 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 might be the quote of the year from Dream Champs. He said, I am not a boxer. I'm a trainer. <laughs> right? Another applause for Skateboard P. Please. He's a trainer. I feel that exact same way. I wouldn't have articulated it like, articulated it like that, but I feel the exact same way. Yeah. As a creative, as a professor, yeah, I'm I'm here. They they want me to box. Yeah, I'm not I'm not boxing. Yeah, pull my pull my accomplishments. I'm training. I'm a trainer. I'm not a boxer. Them days is behind me, and I and I know my place too. And so yeah, when I heard him say that, I'm like, man, he his <sighs> skateboard. P. I wish everybody could get to a place in life where they realize you're not in competition with anybody. That's it. I got big homies. I got OGs in the academy, right? And I'm the big homie to people too. And it just depends on when you came in. So I look a little different. But I ain't in competition with nobody. What I do, don't nobody do. You can pick any name out of hat. Put put all your favorite scholars in a in a bowl. When it comes to doing what I'm doing, yeah, they not doing they not doing it like I'm doing it. They not doing what I'm doing. Right, and so it just look a little different. But once you get once you get to the place where you don't feel like you got competition, you ain't in competition. Then it's all love, cause then you giving it up for real, for real. So then ain't nobody beyond reproach, right? You are gonna speak to whomever and say, hey, that was whack, and you are gonna be open to people saying, yeah, that was whack what you did, dog. That was trash. <laughs> so I love it. I, I love to see. Uh, Pharrell, Pharrell is smoke. I think Pharrell is smoke Timberland and he is smoke Kanye. It'll be closer with Kanye. So if we doing, if we doing it, so if he can bring in all the Neptune stuff and his production, yeah, he ain't ain't nobody getting with him. It be I like to see maybe Missy ain't had none in a while. They but they in the same area, same city, same area, same era, same era and area, same city, right? Same state. So I don't know. Ooh, but yeah, 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 yeah. That was, <laughs> man, Pharrell, Skateboard P, Neptunes, for the, for the younger listeners. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Grinding. 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 That was it. Uh, oh, that, that's for uh for Pusha, and uh, that was for Nept- uh, Neptunes. Uh, it was on the Lord Willing album. Damn, my, my mind is slipping right now. But uh, my favorite song by, by them is, You took my heartbeat from me. That was the saddest story. Woo, <laughs> by Khalees. <sighs> I cry. I cry when I hear them songs. Oh, love. You took my heartbeat from me. And she's a little doll on the seat. And, like, she, she's flying in the air. And then in the video, she just breaks up and all these Little pieces of arms and their head and everything comes off. Man, don't need no blades, don't need no trains. <laughs> I just wanna get close to you. This life, don't need this life. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm my bad. I'm, I'm off. I'm off. I'm staring. Oh yeah, skateboard P, uh, Nori, drink champs. Next thing, let's go. <laughs> this man will hit me. Just say hey. Positive vibes. Right. That's it. That's it. And let me tell you something. 
God is a, is a reciprocal God. This universe, this universe is a reciprocal universe. And you have no idea when you send me those positive affirmations. Man, thank you, bro. And those positive words. Thank you, You need bro. to know it's coming back to yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Salut, salut. It don't mean nothing unless you sip to it. And I just tell you that, man. I it's seen, coming back to you, bro. Yeah, because I, I love it because we live such a beautiful life. I don't give a fuck. You know... What we've been through, like the, the fact that we're surviving and we're alive during this crazy times that we're going through, is that's the, we, we, we should be spreading. It's like, yo, positive energy, man. Wherever you at in the world, I don't care if it's Aruba, I don't care if it's fucking Left Rack, I don't care if it's Newport News, I don't care if it's fucking, you know, wherever it is. Like, we, we, we should, we should, we should, we, should, we gotta respect each other and just, be happy to be where Yo, we are. There's so many people that we lost just this year. This 2020 has been the worst year. these messages for years. That's right. That's right. Yep. For nothing. That's right. I've been like that. And yeah, I've been like, yeah. love, bro. Thank yeah. you, man. Same to you and your family. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I hope you, you know, hope you are able on, to relate the message. Like, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's man. Like, yeah. Positive vibes. So, so here's an overarching thing. Right, about, about this section. Full disclosure, this interview speaks to me emotionally. Right? I don't get emotional often. 2020 drained it out of me. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be emotional about nothing in 2021. But when I hear things like this, man, I just, I just get emotional because of the admiration. They, they share a male admiration for each other's work, for each other as, as artists, for each other as persons, for each other as brothers. Right? And so, man, like, I, I love that, the, the positive vibes. What, like, what, what you going to be on in 2020? <laughs> 2021, what you going to be on? You going to be on positive vibes or you going to be negative as, as shit like most of y'all have been, right? And so, yeah, it's, um, man, I got to get, I just, I, 2020 was just a reflection point for me, right? Like, I lost a lot of money <laughs> from getting ready to do this facade podcast tour on college campuses. I lost a lot of money. That was terrible. I didn't get to go to Kansas State for the Big 12 Conference on Black Student Government. I didn't get to go to, you know, some other universities and get some bags, right? And so that that was bad, you know? I, I lost some fr- people I thought was friends, you know? You, you'd, be, you'd be amazed. What people say they're your friends. But you gotta, whoo, you, you gotta you gotta work through that, right? So some people say they're your friend until they don't get what they want from you, or some people say they're your friend until you know you don't do X or Y, right? I, I was uh I was thinking about how friendships like now. So when I call you, when I need to talk, so say I'm hurting, I need to call you. I call you and say, Yo, do you got time? Are you emotionally available to listen to me unload this hurt? I say that. Like, I got to be I gotta be sensitive to what you're going through. Because I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through. And it could be something that, you know, parent could have died. It could have been it just it's so many things that could have happened, right? Parents got divorced. You know, you could be homeless, sleep, couch surfing, and don't want to tell nobody for whatever reason, right? It ain't always about ego, but for whatever reason, right? And so when I call you and say, I'm hurting, 
inside. I need to talk to you about, you know, X, Y, Z. I got to be sensitive to, to the fact that you may not be, be ready for the emotional unload. So now that's how, you know, when I was younger, I just call folks. Hey, I need to talk. <laughs> so don't hear your voice. That was insensitive, right? That, that could have been seen as negative vibes. Because I ain't giving nobody negative vibes in 2020. Yeah, we're not giving no negative vibes. No negative vibes. <laughs> we're not doing it. But, yeah, this, this interview was, oh, it was nuts, man. It was, he talked about God and what, what God has for you is for you, right? And don't stand in your own way, right? And, and just watch. And this, this is something I always used to say. When you pray for God to move mountains, you better be specific. Because if you your own mountain, God will remove you. And then you'll be out of here. <laughs> so... <laughs> Get, get out the way. Move, you. Get out the way. Like, get out the way of yourself, right? Don't, don't get out the way of yourself. And, and then he, oh, he went off on this uh, talk about black women, about how black women, about how his wife was carrying twins. Or was it, was it triplets? Yeah, he said she had four heartbeats in her body, carried four heartbeats. And so I'm like, man. Well, he didn't clarify. So either he got three kids that was born separately or three kids that was born at once. Yeah. And so, yeah, but he just talked about how black women have responsibilities, right? And that are, that black men don't have, that men don't have, right? He talked about Kamala Harris, shout out to the VP. And so it was, it was just a really, it was a really insightful drink champs. And if, to me, it was the best drink champs of the year. To me. Now, now I've, I used to peruse drink champs, you know, a podcast. I listened to a few other podcasts religiously, right? And so, you know, drink champs is something new for me. Right, so the ones that I heard of 2020, so I listened to the 2020, so I like this is the best one, you know. It, it's other ones, you know, Lovecraft Country, Radio Code Switch, See the Thing Is, you know, Need to Know, Joe Button. So it, I listen to those podcasts on a regular, but I just got turned on to the Drink Champs thing, and so it's been, um, yeah, I love that interview. I love the honesty. I love that um, that black men could just come together and and talk their shit. Like I like I feel. I feel it would be difficult for me to tell the black men I love that I love you. That's just my perspective, right? Like, I don't just be on some, oh, like, when I see black women, I'll be like, man, I wish I could be like that. Black women would be like, hey, girl, what's up, girl? Mm, kiss on the cheek. How you been, girl? I love you. You look great, girl. Yeah. Black men don't do that. <laughs> I don't think men do it. Maybe, I don't know, Italians? I don't know. who. What type of men do that? When men see each other, I see men, I'd be like, okay, okay. If a, if a black man look good in the suit, I'd be like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my equivalent of all that I just said that women do. That's my equivalent, right? But I don't say I love you. I love you to another man. I haven't said it in a while. And that don't make it toxic masculinity, so y'all back down with that. But it does make me aware that I'm mindful of who I am, like for real. I'm mindful of who I am, which tells me the role that I'm going to play, right? Which reminds me that I am a trainer, not no damn boxer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Woo, man. Next up, either or, neither nor. A long one by LaMelo Ball. We just stand right in front of it. They didn't get their two for one. Yep, they, they certainly squandered an opportunity for that. And Graham's three up top uh, is no good, but it's swiped away by Charlotte by LaMelo Ball. Baseline throw in, LaMelo Ball, 4.9 on the clock. It's into Graham, contested shot against Brunson, no good. Ball, offensive rebound, back up, and it falls in. 
with that, LaMelo Ball making some important plays for Charlotte at the end of the first quarter. Hey. <laughs> so, so I forgot uh, to set to reset the pod. Here we go. Either or, neither nor. Either and or, things that I love. Neither nor, things that I don't like at all and won't ever be engaging in. Anyway, so either LaMelo Ball, 22 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 7 of 13 from the field goal, 4 of 5 from the 3 in 29 minutes against Luke. Y'all said, some of y'all said Luke was going to be better than Dirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't going to say y'all names because I want to bust y'all out on my pod because this, this ain't a sports pod, and I want y'all to be thinking I'll follow y'all like that, which y'all got to say like that because I don't. But, yeah, let me let me make two things abundantly clear. This is a hot take. <laughs> y'all ready? Hot take. If LaMelo Ball is in the right system, he going to lead the NBA in assists when he retire. That's the first hot take. The second hot take is, his daddy <laughs> is the reason why they don't got no shoe brand. They would be up right now. Oh, they would be so up. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. His daddy, man. His daddy got him up. Right? His daddy got him up. Talk, talk to the ball boys up. Right? Talk to, talk to his youngest son, uh, uh, his oldest son, into the, um, into the first pick. Yeah, or was the second? Second pick. Yep, by the Lakers, had Magic Johnson said, he's going to be good as me. Mm, he's cool. He's cool. He's in New Orleans now, right? In New Orleans, doing his thing. He's cool. He's going to have a 15-7-3 career, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, LaMelo, yeah, he's the one. He got the gift. All he got to do is say, I'm going to take over the game when I have to. Mm. If we could just get him to say, I'm going to take over the game when I have to. If he could do that. Oh, man, he, he could uh, he could take it to the very next level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very next level. <laughs> That's my either. This is my or. So I got, I got, I think, I think I'm starting to see the, the, the verbiage behind tricking different, right? So, so Nelly, I grew up in the era of Nelly. Right? It's getting hot in there. Yeah, that Nelly. Take off all your clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the one that basically said it ain't tricking if you got it. Right? And so I disagree because I didn't come My OGs ain't raising me like that. It's tricking every single time. That goes back to the flute out. Like, it's tricking every single time. Right? If I got to pay a woman or if you got to pay a man or a woman got to pay a man, right, for their time, yeah. When it's romantic, you want romance, and you're just paying for time. Or if you're paying for sex or paying for whatever, that's tricking to me. That's the era I came in, up in. But I got I got friends, right, and they and they got careers, and they bust their ass from their 20s to their 40s, right? And now they, they yeah. <laughs> they traded all in for a family and some kids right now, right now. Trade it all in for families and kids. And so, but I had a conversation with a couple of them, and they was like, yo, I'm by myself. I think I'm just going to, you know, I had one of my friends. She said, uh, I'm just, I think I'm just going to pay somebody to spend time to love me. And I was like, what? <laughs> yes. So spend time with them and love them. And I, oh, man. Oh, my heart went out. <laughs> my, 
but her went out because love costs. And I get it. Like, it does cost. And that's why you build. You want to meet somebody in your 20s, right? And be like, uh, we don't got this. And we want this. Oh, we got a commonality. Oh, you do this? Why well, do this? Well, let's go ahead and be together and let's do this. Let's build together. Like my son used to say, you over here looking good? I'm over here looking good, girl. Let's look good together. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. It's funny that that works, right? In 20, well, 2021, whole new era. Whole new son, hopefully, on the remix on the stepping two. But anyway, yeah, love cost. And so, yeah, mm, I, I don't, I'm not mad at that. Like, if you if you got the resources and you want to pay somebody to spend time with you, which is, to me, different than paying for their time, then, and you feel loved at the end, hey, man, that's, 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 that's love. That's, that's love. So I'm not, I'm not here to shame that. I'm all for that. If that's what you need as a person to uh, feel fulfilled the whole, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here to, to lead the league and assist. Yeah, y'all know anybody I'm here to help. I'm here to be assistant for somebody that won't love. Because I don't want you to have to pay. <laughs> I want to, but hey, if you're willing to pay, I know some people that won't dog you out. You know, that won't dog you out. Yeah, and you can have a great time. And so, yeah, that <laughs> that's that's my either or LaMelo Ball love costs. Neither nor. All right. This this is <sighs> if you follow black Twitter, you know that black people ain't taking this vaccine. <laughs> If you follow Latino Twitter, you know that it's Latinos, Latinas, Latinx, they ain't taking the vaccine, right? And so I do know some people that have uh, jobs, and this got to be legal. They have jobs that are requiring them to take the vaccine. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'd be teaching a class on the highway (laughs) before I have to take the vaccine. Yeah, we're not doing that. So I'm, a, I'm a state employee because I'm a professor at a top tier university. <laughs> but I ain't taking no COVID vaccine. Not doing it. 100%. And, he, and even though, even though the Tuskegee syphilis experiment was not about rendering drugs, it was more, it was more of monitoring, monitor, monitoring, right? The biological downfall of black people who had syphilis. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Yeah, here's my here's my logic, right? It's like with masks. I wear a mask everywhere I go. When I leave my house, when I leave the door to my house, I got a mask on. When I get back in the car to come back home, I got a mask on. Every single time. I'm responsible for me not catching COVID and giving it to you. Some people don't care about that, right? And so it's the same with the vaccine. I'm gonna have a mask on. If you've been va- you've been vaccinated, I'm not gonna get it from you. Or do we know that? <laughs> yeah, we still we still don't know that. We don't know that. You take the vaccine, what happens? Yeah. Does that mean you can't get it anymore, ever? Does that mean that you can't give it to somebody if you have it? Does that mean that you're not going to die if you get it because you took the vaccine, but you're still going to suffer? And I, and I got some people, man, they had a uh, throat swelling. So when people tell me that I know no took the vaccine, throat swelling, dreams, ain't able to sleep, feelings of depression, anal bleeding, temporary blindness? Temporary blindness? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's not funny that, that, that that's happening to people. But yeah, I'm not dealing with that. That's ass. 
So I'm not taking, yeah, not taking the vaccine. Neither taking the vaccine. And they got a variant too. So they're gonna need a, they're gonna need another vaccine to get to the variant. So yeah, 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 yeah. We're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> Definitely not doing that. That's my neither. This is my Noah. One of the names the Black Lives Matter movement has never stopped saying is that of 12-year-old Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice would have turned 18 this year. On Tuesday, the Justice Department said it would not be bringing federal criminal charges against the two Cleveland police officers at the scene of Rice's killing. The department says surveillance video of the shooting is too poor of a quality for prosecutors to conclusively establish what happened. Rice was playing with a pellet gun outside a recreation center back in 2014 when he was shot and killed by a white officer seconds after the officer and his partner arrived. In a 2015 statement, the Cleveland Police Union said it maintained from day one that the officers took appropriate action based on law and the facts and circumstances they were aware of at the time. Like, I don't really have no words for that. Like, what are we supposed to do with that? Tamir Rice's parents, grandparents, friends will never get justice for his murder. And I realize murder is a legal term, but 12? 12. Yeah, not 37 or 52. 12? Yeah, I just, I don't know what we're what we supposed to do with that as a community. What are we supposed to do with that? That hurt. He's a little homie. Just outside, playing. But because of fear of his young black body with a toy gun, my kids don't know nothing about toy gun. My kids never had a toy gun ever. I never bought them one, right? And so as a, as a person of African descent in America, my children were deprived of playing Futuristic laser tag, any type of guns, right? Because people who ain't part of our community kill us. That's trash. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not for that. I was wondering why I was sad the other day. I don't cry often again. But when I saw it, when I heard that a couple of days ago, I cried. I mean, because he never gonna, they never gonna see their child again, right? But then it's gonna be these cops. This system, that city, like it's just civil unrest in that space, space, and time, right? That extends into the now. Every time black people are killed, we wait collectively. So we pray first. We pray. We protest. We wait, right? And then we get the exact same result almost all the time. Not guilty. That, well, actually, not, no evidence. Not, not even enough evidence to bring it to the trial. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a heavy one, man. That's a heavy one. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I try not to speak stuff into existence that's, that's bad, but yeah, that's, I, I don't even know what to do with that. I just pray, you know, for the families of all the black people, brown people, you know, trans lives that were taken. Like, it's just, since it's death, it's senseless. And I don't know what, I don't know what we're supposed to do about it, <laughs> right? But just continue to teach our children. These are the ways that we think you will not get murdered and hope that they 
when whoever it is just got a gun on them, we just pray that the Holy Spirit or something can come down and jump in the front of the bullets, then get the Neo bullet handheld up in Matrix and all the bullets stop. That's what we hoping for. But we already know what it really is. So, yeah, that's that's my worst nor ever is black people not getting justice when we when we drive the culture. Black people are the keepers of the cool. If it weren't for us, the earth would be ass. And so, yeah, earth would be 2020 <laughs> without black people. That's what it would be. And so, yeah, that's it. Either or, neither nor. Yeah. Brought to a close. <laughs> Last show, episode. Mm. Now we get to my favorite segment. What we not gonna do. Middle school band. Got it, go for it! Today started out as the best day of my life. Back here tonight, first show's at seven. Yes! Woohoo! You know what that's gonna say? Joe Gardner! <laughs> I did it! I got the gig! Must have been sudden for you. This is where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interest before they go to Earth. Meet 22. I don't want to go to Earth. Stop fighting this. I don't want to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, look, I already know everything about Earth, and I don't want anything to do with it. You're missing out on the joys of life, like uh, pizza. I can't smell. We can't, we can't taste either? All that stuff is in your body. No smell, no taste. Or touch. See? Okay, I get it. Wow. It's my life. Is all this living really worth dying for? You're still alive? Can you help me get back? No way! There I am. What are we waiting for? Wait, not me! This weed? What is it? 151,000 souls go into the great beyond every day. And I count every single one of them. The count's off. So, man. So I, gotta, I gotta put some lust on. Soul, Pixar. Woo! Soul is better than uh, Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said it. Not because I'm black. But because I love the movie, I said it. And there's a whole lot of critiques out here about it that I ain't really like at all. 259,364,212, yeah, authors. <laughs> and so, yeah, so uh, how do I describe it? Soul, no spoiler, Soul's about a guy who is a, a jazz person that is really good at jazzing, gets the opportunity of his life 
to get down, yeah, gets something happens to him, right? And so he is uh, transitioned into the great before, right? It's the place where all the souls are created, right? And so he meets a soul, 22, who don't want to be born, right? And so he's trying to get back because he don't want to be dead. And they go on this journey together. And so it's, it's, a, uh, it's pretty reflective. You know, it makes you think about the things that you've done in life, all the goals that you uh, said, I'm, I'm punting on these, I'm cool. I, I ain't, that ain't meant for me. I, I ain't going to accomplish that. And you let that go. And you never, that never reached fruition. But this movie is about the, living your life and being dedicated to something that you thought was the thing. And then when you get a second chance at living, mm, yay, yay, that you decide to do something else because you realize the thing that you thought was all that really wasn't all that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so y'all got to watch it, man. It, it's, a, uh, it's, a good, it's a good a good time spent family-wise, right? It gives you time to explain, have discussions about life and death, especially in this COVID era. It gives you time to reflect and think about who you are and what you've done over the course of your life. And so, yeah, so I recommend it, man. What we're not going to do is slandering because there was some people out there slandering. There was some people saying it was, you know, it was the black movie written for the white audience. And there was people saying that, you know, it was the, it was like uh, Princess and a Frog. You know, she was a frog more than she was a black woman on, in the, on screen time. He was more of a soul than he was a black man. Then he was a, well, I don't want to give it away, but... <laughs> yeah, it, it just looked a little different. And so don't critique. Love, love on it. Love on soul. You got soul? Yeah. James Brown said, you know, you got soul. Rakim said, you know, I got soul. Yeah, so come on now. Let's go. Let, let's be, what we're not going to do is slander Jamie Foxx. And it was some Jamie Foxx slander on the TL about he got a white wife and he, he should have been the, the character 22, who was by Tina Fey, he was a white woman that occupied. Well, yeah, I can't say it all. But so, that's what we're not going to do is critique the movie. Go see it in your living room. It's live, streaming from your phone right now at this exact moment. <laughs> so, yeah, what we to now? Oh, Tom Bow. So, I like Tom Bow. Tom Bow is a, um, a section of the podcast where we get into what you want to, uh, you ask me a question. And then when you ask me the question, I get you the answer. To the question. And so we got a question from hold on, who this? Twitter. Hold on, gotta open it up. We got a question from Dion Warwick. <laughs> no, not Dion Warwick. Yeah, Enrique's unit unique wees playing culture tags. Yes, it's hard for me to read on here. But anyway, here's the uh question. For me to answer, uh, what the question is, oh, what's the best gift that you gave to yourself in 2020? Oh, so God, the best gift God gave me was a gift of life. Gang, gang, for God, thank you for that love, appreciate you. Uh, oh, that's a good question. The best gift, I bought a lot, I spent a lot of money because I couldn't move around. So my car cracked, my car total, had to get a new whip. Uh, then I got some jewelry, you know, I got a couple hoodies, got a marathon, two marathon hoodies, got a Supreme hoodie, Supreme hat, bought a couple jerseys, you know, Reggie Jackson, uh, the, um, 42. Yeah. 
His name escaping my, my mind right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I bought myself a, a lot of stuff. But what I should have bought me was time. I should have bought myself time. Because I was, uh, I could, it was a lot of stuff I wanted to do. Like editing my book. Yeah. My Black is Exhausted. Forever in Pursuit of a Racist Free World where hashtags don't exist. Yeah. Dropping April 15, 2021. But anyway, I couldn't, it was times I couldn't write. Because emotionally I was hurt. Like this year, this year was jarring for me. And so the best gift, man. Time would have been the best gift. I wanted my time, but I couldn't have it. So I guess that best gift I bought for myself? What's the best gift I bought for myself? Been buying coffee? Been buying coffee? And I drink coffee. I got I left my coffee in the bag. That's why you don't hear me. I was, I was drinking it earlier. But yeah, coffee was probably the best gift. I found some African coffees online. I wish I had them in front of me. I would tell, them, tell y'all where to get them. But uh, just like you can get, um, um, not Senegalese, uh, not Congolese. Uh, Cameroon. You can get Cameroonian coffee like you can, um, like you can cigars. If cigars are your thing, but yeah, oh, I wish I had it on there. I would, yeah, I would talk. I would tell you, I would what Brandon get. My bad, but yeah, that's it. That's that's to to answer that question in the time about. That was a good. That was the best gift I got for myself. I want to say coffee was the best gift because it was African, so you know, support the continent, and it was um, it was oh, it's strong, it's robust too. Woo. <laughs> Boy, that oh, I can feel the ancestors in that. It's, it's extra strong. I'm, I'm a, next time when we do this again, we're gonna get to it. I tell you, I'll tell you who, what the brand was. So you can go get it. Uh, what's the next thing? Oh, new new artist music. So, before I play a clip of the new new artist music, I just want to say this: this person's new new to me, right? New new to me. Uh, he had a great year. He had a great one. He had a great run. And I know I gave down my artist. I think I gave single, I gave, uh, what was the, hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, I don't even have it, I don't even have it pulled up on a monitor. But I gave, uh, it was single of the year, hottest song, best duo, best album of the year. Best artist of the year, to me, is this MC, hands down. Them niggas act like they don't need us. They do everything we do and they want to be us. For them taking ecstasy, they trying to tee up. He'd rather go and blow a bag instead of real. You went on that block when that shit was going on. I wasn't worried about the other side when that shit was going on. And we don't hang with different niggas, no ass is what we on. The only time we'll be the case, we pull out camera phones. I used to draw them my name on the styrofoam. I had to teach the grown niggas right from wrong. Why the state had told the jury they trying to indict us all. The lawyers got them out for Davis, they better sign them all. Mm-hmm. I had a bad bitch off the ground, she let her titties hang. She told bands I brought her burger, and I told her anything. I was running around with guns in that Billy thing. We putting stickers on our drums, that's a city thing. Yeah, back door. That was nice, man. So, yeah. Durky. That's what I call him. He got he got that heat. But it, this, this was his um, collab. This the collab that put him on my radar. Yeah, now I bought his album because of it, so I like this verse. We took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? I'm in the trenches, relax. 
Can you not pet that little boy in the club? Cause we do not listen to rest. We in Atlanta, I buy her wig. She telling me Tay is the best. Point at the nigga who act like a killer, but you only one from the net. I'm like the baby, I'm not just a rapper. You play with me, you won't get stretched. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've never been embraced this whole time. But this ain't about me. This is about Lil Durk. I like it. He's uh, he on the up and up. Now, I remember earlier I said the three MCs from this generation, Uzi, Lil Uzi's separate. He he's ahead of all. He's above everybody. He's hovering over over the baby and Lil Baby. But Dirk, I got I got to dive into I got to deep dive into his music a little bit more so I, before I can get my official. Opinion uh, or perspective about you know who he is as MC and why it matters, right? So yeah, rest in peace, King Von. His boy who's featured on the picture of them together on the cover. So yeah, I never had a homeboy to get gunned down in a hell of bullets. So I can't. Um, it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm sympathetic, right, to that. And so yeah, man. Every again, since it's Black Death, it's got to end some somewhere, sometime soon. Uh, so we at the end of the podcast, detangle, y'all. Mm. It was good. We ran it. We ran it through. It's been a while. I've been super hesitant, you know. Cause here's the deal: I can't bring you a podcast if I'm deceased. Yeah. So we're gonna this COVID season, 2021, gonna look a little different. Yeah, it's gonna look a little different. We're gonna do a rollout, official new reboot. This is the last episode, 13. Yeah. Of uh, Facade Podcast Season 2. So when we start up again, it's going to be Season 3. From here on out, we'll do some rollouts for us. So you you hear about it. It's going to sound a little different. going to look a little different. Maybe bring it to YouTube. We're going to see. So anyway, this is it. Detangle. Detangle. This is something my grandma used to always say. And uh, it makes sense. And I'm going to give it to you the game for free. And this is what it is. It goes like this. You can do whatever you want to do as long as you can deal with the generational consequences. Mm. <laughs> so let, let me go repeat that one more again. You can do whatever that you want to do, right? As long as you willing to deal with the generational consequences, right? And so, yeah, I mean, that speaks for itself. Stay out of trouble. You know, when you moving, you moving for us. When I move, I move for my peoples, right? And so certain things I'm just not going to do because I don't want to bring shame to my name, to my family, to the people that love me, right? So it's just, you know, some things that I'm not going to do. Some lines I ain't going to cross. We can get you touched without me doing something, right? And so, yeah. Anyway, think about that. Thank y'all for listening to Facade Podcast, Kill Switch. <laughs> yeah, I think this going to be Kill Switch. Season 2, episode 13, we basically had a one-month pod on the one-month average, and that's so lame. So I'm going to get back to it. But yeah, shout-out to, on a more consistent level, shout-out to, depending on how early the studio, how often and early the studio is available. So anyway, yeah, I love my listeners. Thank you uh, for Side Podcast. You can follow us for Side Pod on Instagram, uh, follow us on Twitter for Side Podcast. Yeah, I'm Dr. Hoskins. I'm out. We're going to close. 
Yeah. We're going to close. But uh, I don't know how many of y'all grew up in the uh, FM Doom era, but I'm going to give you one of my favorite songs. Uh, maybe it's lyrically one of my favorite songs. It's dope. Yeah, it's called Gazillionaire Ear. <laughs> Gazillionaire Ear. And we're going to roll out to that. Rest in peace. Yeah. MF Doom. One. Bullet man, never ran with crows in his hand and won't stop rocking till he clocked on a gazillion grand. Tilling the wasteland sands, raps on backs of treasure maps, stacks to the ceiling fan. He rests on his ashes, ask him after 10 miles of his galaxies, smashes, dashes. Chip on his shoulder with a slip on holster, a clip, a folder, and his grip on a boulder. Most that they supposed to know. The show with his aura glow, get from out the road when he get dough, it's horrible. Time is money, spend way, save, invest, a fest. The 10 case of cave a chicken chest, S. Yes, y'all, a double get your trickles. The best ball is pitching and rub to get a nickels. But tut tut, he about to change the price again and go up each time he blow up like hydrogen. Villain here, have him shrilling in fear. It won't stop top ill until he a gazillionaire grilling stare. Yeah, your boy had drama. Got him on the mental plane, avoided bad karma. One solar inbred skinhead, a nigga joke. Plus a brand new chrome smoker with the triggers broke. I thought I told him fire and pins were separate. He find out later when he tries to go and rep it. Took a Jehovah money for Arabic Torah. Charged in advance, translated and ignored us order. One monkey don't stop, no slaughter. A junkie wanna cop a quarter ton, run for the border. Know the drill, it ain't worth the overkill. Flow skill, still, there's no drill. Fill a billion 10K bills in this pillar. Fill it when it gets realer, split the skriller with... Mix, mix, mix. Do a deal for kicks and get rich quick. Sketch lyric, bet you about a nick on some thick. Ick from the drumstick, come with the dumb stick. Sick, slick, hidden in a book. The only way they find it if it's spitting in a hook. Listen, don't look now, keep walking. Traded three beans for this cow. Cheap talking, hawking, stalking, hear the wee hawking often. Coughing to a coffin, might as well scoff the pork then. He's like walk. Some say stronger though, off the top, Jay Strongbow, play along, bro. Wear a mask like yo off the gong show, flow slow as Mongo, Don Juan Don Pro. For your info, when he's not practicing, Jim Crow, I actress in some nympho bimbo. He's playing Ray J, the old tape, doing well, what can I say, like JJ in a gold cape. Fill it to the rim like Grim, villain and you won't find him in no gym. Probably a foggy bog with the frogs with a dot on a guard as he squat on a log. Half cocked and half baked. Used to keep a full stock of work, half rocked and half shaped. My mistake, sign a track agreement for more cheese than lines and cracks in the cement. In any event, it's fake like wrestling. Get him like Jake the Snake on mescalins. <clears throat> Elixir for the dry throat. Tried to hit the high note. Villain since the itsy bitsy's eye go by remote. Send him the meat wagon. Bragging them seeds packed in with their feet dragging. These stats are staggering. Had his PhD in indiscreet street haggling. Villain, his agenda is clear. Ending this year with dividends to spear here. It's not meant for the seeing. Went through the ceiling after entering his center being. A new meaning to sales through the roof. Guaranteed raw and sure as truth is truth proof. It's the return of the tramp. Who'll do a duet jam when Ernest goes to camp for the right urn. Nah, I mean like burn. We need some more oil for the machines to burn. Learn. Jiminy Crickets, he gets lucky like winning free tickets off sickly lyrics. One man's waste is another man's soap. The son's fan base know the brother man's dope. 
a real weirdo with a bug rear flow and the way his hair grow was ugly as a scarecrow he was a mass so the charge won't grab on a rooftop with a large stone slab heads up talk white and thought niggerish refused to walk tight and got his off the vigorous black licorice and equally as yucky how he handled the money was strictly damn stucky monkey hustle man on fire later for the date then the hadron collider Course more, it be seeming like a style. Doom leave the competition steaming like a pile. Smile, sparkling jewels, in effect like alternate side of the street talking rules. Fools, the roach was never dead. Live for a week, then dehydrate with a seven head instead. It was depicted as flicking, split the witch lit. We have got to try to find Doom. Good luck. Facade Podcast, see you in 2021.